Greetings from Las Vegas and welcome to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you, filing a report for Wednesday, the 6th of September. Two plays to be heard on today's program, one baseball selection, and a play in the WNBA as the playoffs get underway tonight in Washington and Phoenix. Studied both games extensively. I think I've got a winner in the Washington-Dallas game. We had a winner last night under like thunder at Dodger Stadium. That was easy. Arizona 3. The LA Dodgers won. How about what the Diamondbacks are doing right now? They're the Indians of the National League. The Indians actually won better than the Diamondbacks right now. Cleveland winners of 13 straight. Arizona's won 12 straight. That ties a franchise record for them. They go for the record tonight in LA. I've got no opinion on the Dodgers-D-backs matchup tonight, but no Paul Goldschmidt in the lineup yesterday for Arizona. But what Arizona is doing is interesting because they have not trailed in a baseball game since August 25th. I believe by my count, it's 98 innings that they've yet to trail. And that opens up an interesting discussion about teams that are able to play on the lead. Uh, I'd like to see a study done on how many times a teams, uh, how many innings teams have been trailing. You know, oftentimes we uh, clump all the uh, statistics together at the end of the year and the runs scored, obviously the biggest stat, the most important stat too, but run differential can be a little bit deceiving. You know, you win the blowout games, you you bully opponents, you bully bad opponents, build up a big run differential, and you lose all the important low-scoring games or run, uh, uh, tight, uh, tightly contested games. And when that's the case, you know, do you really have a good team or is your bullpen uh, working at uh, maximum efficiency. And uh, so uh, it would be interesting to do a study to see if uh, uh, teams that play on the lead and teams that trail for the most innings. Obviously, the teams that are at the bottom of the standings are going to be trailing for the most number of innings, but I would be interested to see exactly how many innings and what the difference is between the best teams in the league and the worst teams in the league. And that's really a sign of a team playing well, a team that doesn't trail uh, uh, for a long period of time. August 25th is the last time the Arizona Diamondbacks have trailed in a baseball game. Yesterday, they grabbed a one nothing lead early. Game was tied at 1, and then they won it in 10 innings, 3-1 over the Dodgers, safely under the total of 8. How about this? The 8th run in that game never got to the on-deck circle, let alone the batter's box. So that's when you're on a right-side winner, and let's hope for another winner today. The MLB play will come in the game between the Padres and the Cardinals at Petco Park. That game right around a pick'em. It's an important game for St. Louis, and that'll be one of the many reasons why I like the road team Cardinals in that game. Talking about baseball and seeing baseball through a gambler's eyes, I mentioned the Diamondbacks, you know, never trailing uh, for the past uh, week and a half. How about teams that tack on runs? Very rarely do you see statistics laid out insurance runs and that that can be big in baseball too to grab that insurance run late i know for as a baseball better you know betting totals it, it, it's so important uh, you know to keep those insurance runs to a minimum you don't want to see any tack on runs late in the game that's when you get beat in the seventh eighth and ninth innings defensive indifference is always the bane of the under better too you know when they uh, just allow a guy to go from first to second uncontested that's always tough to stomach my buddy Steve McLaughlin had a tough loss the other day he had a, a the Cubs Joe Madden he, he had him have a position player 
uh, throw, Leonis Martin, I believe, the recently acquired Leonis Martin, was, was a pitcher. Uh, actually, he's an outfielder, but he served as a pitcher in a blowout game. And that's why, uh, or one of the reasons why, that game went over the total. So it can be very frustrating. I think it was 7 nothing or 8 nothing at the time. Not usually the case when you bring in a, a pitcher like that, but or a player like that to pitch. But that was the case in that game uh, the other night involving the Chicago Cubs. You're listening to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you on a Wednesday. We're debuting a new contest at EOG. We're doing it today. It's called One-on-One with One. International Sportsman One returns to Ion Gaming with an NFL handicapping contest open to all community members for a second straight year. One has entered the Westgate Super Contest and he's issuing a challenge to EOG contributors. 17 EOG members will compete in weekly head-to-head showdowns with one. There will be three payout tiers. If you post a winning record superior to the record earned by one, you're going to win $500. You post a perfect 5-0 mark, you'll win $1,000 regardless of the performance by one. And then how about this for a $10,000 bonus? If you win one week at 5-0, you'll come back the following week and compete on the side and go another 5 and oh, you'll win $10,000 compliments of EOG. We'll compete every week to see which contestant will be featured. So we'll compete against the Westgate Super Contest numbers, and they debut tonight at about 5 o'clock. Week 1 point spreads will be available for the Westgate Super Contest. And again, breaking all kinds of records there. Jake Cornegay and the crew doing a great job recruiting contestants into the Westgate. Super Contest, so best of luck to them. Yesterday on the show, I mentioned college football favorites that don't score as many points as they're laying. I had a rundown of teams that uh, played in Week 0 and also in Week 1. I forgot to add a team, UNLV. They were laying 45 to Howard. They only scored 40. Never in the history of sports betting has a team covered a point spread by scoring fewer points than they're laying, and that was the case with UNLV. What a disappointing loss. I know they're on the road against Idaho this week. I haven't looked at the game just yet. I see where Pinnacle opened Idaho 8. That number is down to Idaho minus 6.5. One tip from Drink Your Milkshake, and it's a good one. He checks in every now and then at EOG. In fact, he has a blog and some musings in the college football season already, some outstanding posts, some detailed information. Now, you don't have to agree with everything he says. He's an information hog. He doesn't get everything right, but uh, he's on top of his game. I mean, he really follows uh, a lot of teams. And what he does, he likes to focus on the group of five teams. Everyone's looking at the power five teams. Everyone's looking at the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the Clemsons, etc. Drink Your Milkshake has his eye on the power five teams. That's where I think the market makes the most number of mistakes. And September is the time to attack. I like September and October in college football. That's when the market is unsettled. Not quite sure how good any of these teams are just yet. And uh, I think that's at the time you can attack the most. You're listening to the EOG Sports Hour. John Kelly with you on a Wednesday talking sports and specifically sports betting. Again, two plays will come your way. A WNBA selection and an MLB play. Had a chance to speak with Eric Biggio yesterday. He once ran the Aria Resort and and, uh, Casino's sports book. Race and Sportsbook operations there. Uh, interested in getting him back in Nevada's race and sportsbook industry soon. I don't think it'll be too long. I'd love to see him back behind the counter. That's where he belongs right now. I believe he's working for a live betting organization in town. So best of luck to Eric. He's been on the radio with us in the past and told some great stories about his times at the Aria. Also, quite the soccer expert. Loves following soccer. I saw him at the Silverton yesterday. We were at a CGT book. Uh, the play I like for today in baseball. 
Betting number 963, the St. Louis Cardinals lay the dollar ten against the San Diego Padres. You can lay a dollar eight at Pinnacle, but not everyone has uh, access to Pinnacle. 963, St. Louis minus a dollar ten over San Diego. Um, that's the widely available number, San Diego. Um, and St. Louis playing a four-game set at Petco Park. Important game for the Cardinals. They're driving for a postseason spot. They've got two chances to make it. They can overtake the Cubs and the Brewers in the NL Central, or my, more likely than not, capture the wild card. But not many mistakes left for the St. Louis Cardinals here. They did win the first two games of this series, did what they were supposed to do, won 2 nothing in the series opener. And last night, they won 8-4. Their bats came alive last night. I like that. Uh, St. Louis hitters, 2-3-4. Uh, Four hitters uh, were seven uh, for 18 with three home runs and six RBIs. So um, they've got a tough assignment tonight. That's why we only have to lay a dollar ten. Denelson uh, Lamette is the starting pitcher for the San Diego Padres. He comes off the big effort against Kershaw and the Dodgers. We got we have Jack Flaherty on the mound for the Cardinals. Shaky in his major league debut, but Mike Matheny said after the game, he likes what he sees out of Flaherty. Let's trust the kid and to get the money over Lamette. We've seen Lamette fail in the past, so let's take betting number 963. St. Louis minus $1.10 over San Diego. That'll be... And that betting number again, 963 St. Louis minus $1.10. Cardinals won game one of that best of four, 2 nothing. They won game two last night, 8-4. Hitters came alive last night. For the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, the two, three, four hitters, I have them in a combined seven for 18, three home runs, six RBI. Uh, Cardinals in an important game over the Padres. Flaherty over Lamette. Lamette does come off a big effort, but uh, let's trust the kid Flaherty. Uh, Mike Matheny said after his major league debut, uh, he, he liked his selection of pitches. He liked his complement of pitches, uh, and uh, we'll see if he has command of those pitches tonight in a big game against the Padres at Petco Park. WNBA selection. The one WNBA play, Washington over Dallas. Let's take the Mystics to beat the Wings and lay the 220 on the money line. The Mystics in this spot, minus 220. Uh, it's a suicide game for the Mystics. Uh, they, uh, uh, they're playing the Wings 6-7 matchup in the WNBA postseason. Elena Deladon had thumb surgery earlier this year. Yeah, Missamin missed 11 games uh, while playing overseas. The team is back, and uh, I, I like the Washington Mystics minus the 220 over the Dallas Wings. That'll be my WNBA play for Wednesday. Interesting to note, should be a good crowd on hand. They've always supported the Washington Mystics. I like the starting five for the Washington Mystics. And one other angle on this game, the Mystics have underachieved uh, for the most part this season. Uh, uh, and sometimes I like underachieving teams in postseason play, a chance to get things righted again. And uh, maybe one of the keys is the little Christy Tolliver, the point guard, three-point specialist they acquired from the L.A. Sparks in the offseason. All eyes were on Elena Deladon, big player coming over from the Chicago Sky. But Christy Tolliver might be the key tonight. She's got to go up against Skylar Diggins-Smith. No easy task. Dallas has a nice one-two punch in Diggins Smith and Glory Johnson, but I think Washington has the better starting five and the slightly better bench, the better coach. And I'll take Washington at home to survive the shootout game. They've been they were eleven and six at home this year. Dallas, interestingly enough, six and eleven on the road, but two of those six wins came against Washington at the Capital One Arena, formerly the Verizon Center. That's where the Wizards play their basketball too. So, betting number six seventy-eight.
the Washington Mystics minus 220 on the money line over the Dallas Wings. And that'll wrap up our fast-moving program. We'll be back Thursday morning with more. Thanks for listening to the EOG Sports Hour.